dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Nick, I was not going to drink today. I was just going to drink my iced tea. But I'm thoroughly pissed off, so I'll be drinking today. Welcome to the drinking club. Thank you. Uh, what do you have, my friend? Uh, tried and true, always the blue Bud Light. As you can see on my screen here, I have a few cans lined up. And uh, what about you? What did you decide to start drinking? So I have uh, a Kugel's Juicy Pear. Sorry, Peach. Juicy Peach. I don't know why you I say keep pear all the time, yeah. I do. I also have, I believe, a salted caramel porter from Pigeon Hill in my cooler. There you go. So um, hit us with so, your opening. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, we hope to bring you the best information possible. And most of our stuff comes from questions from you guys. So if you have any, reach out to us. We'd love to answer individual ones. So... I'm fucking pissed off at T-Mobile today. Yeah. Uh, I was texting you about this. Three fucking hours on the phone last night. And I was cursing at this lady because I was furious. Trying to move our service to a different carrier. Yep. And my daughter bought her phone directly from Samsung. Okay. There's a lock on it. From what we can tell, because when you go to the screen that you can unlock it it's locked by t-mobile sure when you log into the account it shows t-mobile has no locks samsung says they don't have the ability to lock it so it's got to be t-mobile they kept switching us between the two companies all last night finally got a guy from samsung he's like take it to i break you fix or you break i fix whatever sure so we did that today and he goes I can't unlock it from a carrier. The carrier has to do this. And this shows that it is locked by T-Mobile. Okay. Great. He goes, go to the store. Great. Caitlin takes it into the store. He's done everything he can do. He can't do it. You got to call him again. How much fucking time am I going to spend on the phone with these motherfuckers? She still owes 400 bucks on the phone. Yeah. I don't want to have to buy another fucking phone. And then you'll have another line, right? I mean, that's the other problem. No, they would. If I if I pay off the phone that she has, I can then transfer all of her shit to a brand new phone. But of course, I have to pay it off. Sure. Or she does. And then she's got, you know, another two fucking year bill. Yeah. Because of how fucking phones are nowadays. Well, and, and, you know, it brings up kind of today's episode of saving money isn't always the easiest thing to do right it's usually very hard right and, and what you're doing right now I mean, you're going through a bunch of stuff because the company isn't making any money off you why should they help you and and that's basically what i have said to my wife yeah they're not motivated to do anything about this because we're leaving their service yep so they don't really give a fuck whether it gets fixed or not and and the people on the phone right yeah they get paid the same they don't care they're hourly people and they're not making the company any money. They're, you know, say they're there for a claims aspect. Oh, I cursed this one fucking lady out last night and she tried to get bitchy with my wife. And my yeah. wife goes, listen, lady, you have no reason to be pissed off. You've been on the phone with me for 30 minutes. I've been on the phone for two fucking hours. Yeah. 
and didn't get anywhere huh didn't didn't get anywhere we didn't go to sleep until almost 1 fucking a.m jeez well and, and maybe right i mean escalate to a supervisor and then constantly they're gonna say oh a supervisor's not in a supervisor's yep, not yep. who's running the show <laughs> right? exactly like, um you know the same with like comcast right if you're trying to get out of that bill for a uh, cable bill or yeah. dte or um, not easy, excuse me, uh, direct TV yep. or, or dish network. If they're even a thing anymore. <laughs> um, they are. Yeah. It's a, you know, um, AT&T, like UVerse stuff like that. So trying to switch internets, I mean, the kind of the same type of a thing. Oh, well you have to bring in all of your, um, equipment, right? You have to bring it into the, sh- you have to ship it and you have to do this. And it's, there's so many steps and boundaries, you know, they're, they're so willing to help you set it all up. We'll come over there and, um, set it up for you. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll get all of it done, and then when you go to cancel, it's oh, you have to do all this, you have to do all this, and it's like whoa, 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 buddy, you you know, you're the one that you know brought all this. No, I mean, so that's why you find people just stick with it. You know, hey, and and that's you know, I'm in real estate, right? Yep. As you as you kind of point out, right? Like nobody's moving for twenty bucks, right? Right? Nobody's moving for thirty dollars, whatever it is. Yeah, okay, a couple hundred dollar increase, people people will move, but. It's gotta, it's gonna make them want to. Otherwise, it's just not worth the effort to mm-hmm. do it. Um, you know, so when when you look at that type of a thing, it's huh, well, it impacts. Well, is it worth my time? Is it worth my effort and my energy? You know, okay. Um, you know, I I fell into the same type of a trap. Um, we when we first had internet years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, ten years ago, let's say. Uh, it was 20 i i paid 20 dollars a month for cable and internet yeah and they also gave me like a hundred dollar gift card mm-hmm. right so it's you know 240 bucks for a year but i got a hundred dollars so it was like 140 bucks mm-hmm. and then a year goes by and i negotiated another year because i was like that's pretty it's still really really cheap and then it went up to like 50 something and i was like ah kind of like this all right I'll, I'll use it and then it went up after that and i was like nope cancel it cancel it all like, oh, but you won't have any TV. And I was like, I don't care. I don't, I don't watch it. You don't have internet. And I was like, I don't need it. Like, and so we went, you know, 10 years. Yeah. Now it's been, you know, whatever. We went 10 years without it. And finally, um, on our phone plan, we we added internet because it basically was free because how much we saved by going to Verizon from, right. from T-Mobile. Um, and so, you know, we have internet now, but I'm, I already know that, hey, if I stop doing all this, like it's going to be a headache to do it, you know? Um and actually, I was in your boat where my my phone stuff is actually now officially all under my wife. Yeah, mine's going to be all under which, my wife. Yeah, like uh, for my whole life, everything's been under me. And I've yep. always, and all of a sudden, because I went to go do something, they're like, oh, we have to ask your wife to for permissions. And I was like, it's my account. No, it's not my account. Like, it's yeah. hers. Like, yeah. that's a weird one. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so it, they make everything so difficult. So this is going to date me. Yeah. Um, when did you first get internet? Did you have it as a kid? Yes, yes. Um, so what did you have? AOL. Okay. Um, and yeah. AOL costs what, like twenty bucks a month? I don't know the cost. My mom never. My mom. It's one thing we talk about. What pops year did pennies. you get it? Oh gosh, uh, in the nineties, right? So I mean, so I was, pretty early on in the nineties, or I mean, let's just say I was probably. I mean, I'd say, let's just guess 95, right? So okay, like, so I got on in 95. Maybe, yeah, i say. Do you, do you want to know what AOL cost in 1995, to be honest? How much? $5 an hour. Okay, yeah. 
That's so true. if you wanted to be on, yeah, it was like a long distance phone call. Yeah, you had the disc drive or you, you had to put the disc. Yeah, you had to put the disc in. They yeah. gave discs with literally everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you needed toilet paper, you got a fucking AOL disc. It was them, Prodigy, and CompuServe. Those were the three ways to fucking get on. Yep. Uh, we did an episode last week with uh, Brian from Tug. Yep. And theirs is still TUG BBS because they originally started on the Prodigy Billboard <laughs> services. Let's see, yeah. So, I mean, that dates me because, you know, 1995, I graduated high school. I was 17 years old. When I turned 18, I got online. Yeah. And my favorite thing to do was hop into the sports chat rooms and just argue about fucking sports with people yep. constantly. No, you know, I, I never really, I mean, I've never been a tech person Mm -hmm. and so I never really used the internet, um, for what it possibly could do for me. Right. Um, you know, I hop into like Xenga chat, right. For, for fun. Um, and you know, I never, my, I'd only play games with my buddies, but like I'd have to be all set up for me because I wouldn't know how to do any of that. Um, and then, you know, I went so long without, like, you know, the other thing it would be is like, hey, I have to research a paper. Because, I mean, what most people don't understand is like growing up poor, we had a set of encyclopedias. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my elementary school, I remember I I always did everything out of an encyclopedia. Yeah. You know, hey, you have to go look up earthworms. You go grab E and boom, like earthworms pops up and that's the information I have about it. Now I can go on Google and like, it's so weird. Like I never really look back on that type of stuff and just go because I, I never took in that information. I just copied what I needed and forgot it. Like I couldn't tell you one fact about an earthworm at this moment. Right? Well, I mean, with how new the internet was, you know, my my freshman year of college was the fall of '95, spring of '96. Yeah, and I was online. I mean, I was on AOL all the time. I was on uh, one of the big search engines at that point was web crawler. This was way before Google was a thing. Sure, and uh, I didn't research any of my papers online because that wasn't a thing people really knew how to do yet unless you were really good at being online sure like it took me two years being online to build my first web page and i still went to the college's library yeah and got the card catalog and started looking shit up with a dewey decimal system that's how i found things and microfiche film so that i could you know read old articles and shit yeah that's how i wrote my papers my freshman year of college and if i told my daughter that now she'd look at me like i have three heads yeah well it's you know i I remember because i had to do it because every year we had to do a a research on a different country and then you had to bring a food in or something from yep from the country and um i didn't i didn't use internet for that right like I went again to an encyclopedia and grabbed, I did Australia and Canada and Canada. I can't, I happen to know just cause it was donuts and I was like, great. So I brought in donuts, but like, Canada, I couldn't tell you what food I brought in for them. I can't remember that, but like it was whatever the encyclopedia. Oh, Hey, this is the common food. This is the common, this, and you know, known for known for the, you know, I probably went and got Vegemite or something, you know, but like, um, yeah, I, that no, I don't, I've never researched a paper. Like I, you know, if I, in high school, the research that I had to do just probably came up off the top of my head or it was in the book that they had to give me. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't remember doing anything. So I, I, that's why I'm not a researcher now. Right. Um, I, I did a couple papers I really liked in high school, but for the most part, I half-assed everything in high school, Yeah, but I was always really good at papers. So when I got to college, that was my favorite thing to do give me a paper to write. I'll write it four times. I'm going to write the rough draft and then the second rough draft. And then 
a, a polished copy and then the completed copy. And I would sit there for a month and just write. That was my least favorite. Loved it. If you made me, if you made me rewrite something, I no, like it, it's not who I am. Cause I remember that in English class, it's like, Hey, take this now, expand on it. Now do this. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Expand? Like, I put down the facts. I did what the hell was neat. I've always been a very just straightforward go-to, right? And so, like, I remember the teacher getting so pissed because I would just rewrite exactly what was on the paper because I'm like, it's already here. All I did was copy and, you know, copy it and resubmit it. You didn't change anything. Yeah, I did, right? I mean, there, there's a period, no, like, and then she, like, put them next to each other and side by side. And I was like, okay, like, what do you want me to expand? Well, think about this. Describe this girl's dress. And I was like, I didn't say anything about a dress. Well, exactly. That's the whole point. And I'm like, it's a fucking girl. Say <laughs> my brain doesn't think that way, right? Well, see, and if I was born when you were born, yeah, like I probably would have been a great middle and high school student. But like, I wrote papers for high school on a fucking typewriter. Oh, geez, yeah. You know, I it was horrible. Yeah, and yeah, by the time I was probably a junior or a senior, maybe I was doing it. You know, through Microsoft three point one. Yeah, but. Again, the best version of Microsoft that came out was 95. I mean, it's not the best, but until 95 came out, 3.1 was, you know, what you had. And it was barely a step up from DOS. I say, I remember, um, I remember a person and I've always just learned tricks and tips from people. Mm -hmm. And so like, let's just say I needed 500 words or whatever it would be. Um, if you double space after a period, it counts. Mm -hmm. And so I remember I would do that. And because they're like, hey, we need to fill a full page. It has to be size 12 font. Mm -hmm. Like, I have this. Double so, spaced. Right. So like everything's double spaced. Everything's lined out. And I was like, and then teacher's like, Jesus, bud. Like, so, and, and this is the stupid thing because that is how technically how you were supposed to type. When you used a typewriter, there was always two spaces after every period. Yeah. And for some reason, in like the last 10, 15 years, they've said, yeah, you don't need to do that anymore. Fuck you. Just, I'm 46 years old. I give you two fucking spaces after every period. And if you don't like it, you can kiss my ass. Well, so, and, and, but, you know, line line spacing, I would yeah. do I would do two and, oh, and versus having it all cramped up. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I remember when I had to turn in handwrite, handwritten stuff, I would skip lines. And I was like, oh, my handwriting is just so bad. And yeah, I, I filled this paper. No, you have to do every line. And, I, and so then I'd go get wide, wide ruled. Yep. <laughs> right. Because it was just so many less. Um, the easy way out. Right. Uh favorite college teacher i had his name was stephen lewisell he was a psychology professor at kalamazoo valley community college kvcc and he was there long enough my mom also had him nice he wasn't that old but i mean she had him like when she was getting her nursing degree in the early 80s sure and i took his class and the first day of class he told all of us how much smarter his dog was than all of us and I was like, well, this guy's kind of an asshole. Yeah, but he's true. And, you know, we'd sit there in class and stuff. And and I remember if you had a B by the midterm, you could attempt to get an A in the class. And he had all this extra fucking work you had to do to get the A. Sure. I did not have a B. <laughs> and I worked my ass off. Yeah. Okay. Because he made me actually give a shit. Like I studied hard for the tests. My goal was always to get 20 out of 25. There were 25 questions on every fucking test. If I could get 20, I was a happy guy. I wrote one of the, uh, probably the third or fourth highest graded paper in his class. Hmm. I got a D. 
Ouch. I had it checked by my high school English teacher. He still found grammatical mistakes, at least according to him. Yes. And he told me afterwards, he's like, you wrote a great paper. I'm like, I got 68%. He goes, yeah, you did so much better than everybody else. One guy got two. Yeah, I would have been me. Yeah. And and honestly, he said, I will never learn any of your names. I don't give a shit about who you are. He knew my name. Yeah. And like, he made me work my ass off for a C fucking plus. Which has always been annoying to me. Yeah. Right. I, my, you know, my wife, uh, we, we think, we think differently and we see things differently. She walked into a class for college and the professor stood up right in front and said, no one in here will get an A. Yep. And uh, I, I looked at my wife and I said, why don't you stand up and walk out? When you set a bar that you cannot accomplish, there's no point in trying, mm-hmm. right? When, when perfect is never a possibility or close to never, never make the attempt, right? And I, that, that's how I, how I feel, right? Like if you're automatically just setting B as your maximum that you're giving, great. B's become A's and I'm going and I'm going to meet like, this is what, this is what I love about law, right? Like, Hey, if you're setting it so that people are automatically going to fail, you've set society up to fail. Mm-hmm. They'll never have this. Don't offer it. Right. Like don't offer, you know, so now all anything that's 80% now becomes a hundred percent, right? Like whatever A is to B start, you know, 89%. Now it's a hundred because you're not allowing it to, to be that way. Right. I'm sure. Um, you know, if it starts out as, Hey, I, I, I've never had anybody get a hundred percent in here. I'm not saying it's not possible. That's a whole different story. Well, seeing with him, it was, you're going to work your ass off to get an A. Yeah. And people knew going in, if you got a C in his class, you were pretty fucking smart yeah and like up to that point i always underachieved in school i just didn't give a shit because i knew i was smart i just didn't care and he made me actually care about what my grade was and i was so fucking proud of that c plus and it really kind of changed my whole outlook on school i i I started looking at things going man i'm paying for this now Mm -hmm. if i'm gonna pay for this shit i better get good grades because it's stupid to fucking pay for a d yeah well, and you know, we we go back, and I, I've said it on air before, or whatever. But um, I went to college for a very little bit, and you know, I'm I've skated through just like you did, right? And it's always because it doesn't matter at the end of the day; it's all about what I'm getting at the end, right? Mm-hmm. To me, D's get degrees. Well, and that's and what the never, girls say too. I've never I've never been anything else. I don't I don't give a shit. Um, but you know, I my English my English class for college. I turned in my paper and the professor handed it back to me and said, if you ever throw anything like this at me again, I will fail you and don't worry about it. And so I said, what? And so my, I had my wife write it. Right. And yeah. Oh, Hey, this is so much better. So my wife had to write everything after that because I thought, you know, again, like I don't care how it gets done as long as it gets done. Right. You know, um, you know, I want to put in effort and I want to put in stuff, but things I care about, I'm never going to, and I, you know, it's funny. I'm, I put a post out on Facebook or whatever about, Hey, I'm looking to raise money. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, call me, text me, um, you know, PM me a bunch of people, you know, they don't want to hop on and I understand that. So like they'll, they'll call or they'll text me or, and I just give them my little thing. And it's just says, Hey, if you want more information, like I'm not great with verbal or uh, sorry with uh, texting text or written. If you want to meet up, I would gladly, you know, talk this over with you. 
Um, also, I have a lawyer that writes up all my all my information for me, so that way, because I can pay people for that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so hey, all of, everything I'll explain to you is here. It's written. I didn't write my own lease. I got it from somebody else. Like I didn't, you know, so I know what they say because again, me writing, it's just not, I don't need to. Um, I, I can find ways to get what I need done in other ways. Well, you know, I've, I've said this before. I come from the George Carlin school of, we're going to say sarcasm, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the thing I learned from Carlin was learn words Yeah. and the bigger vocabulary you have, the better you can use those words. So critically think, be smart, have a large vocabulary. I mean, those are the type of things that I found were important. Yeah. I didn't necessarily find high school to be important because they weren't teaching me those things. Yeah, maybe the vocabulary to an extent, but they were never teaching me how to critically think. Right. They were teaching me, you know, facts or the opinion of, you know, whether Shakespeare was, you know, a good writer or not. Okay. I don't really give a shit about Shakespeare. I, I still don't to this day. Yep. Did he write some good stuff? Sure. He wrote some good stuff. I don't care. I'm not reading Romeo and Juliet. I never read it. Never going to. The only thing Shakespeare I read was King Lear and it was fucking horrible because they made us read it in old English. Sure. I hated it. The only book in school they made me read that I liked was Harper Lee, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. That was the only book they made me read that I liked. There you go. I read two different Steinbeck books and hated both of them. I, I, and I, I just don't enjoy reading. My my comprehension of it isn't isn't great, right? Um, you know what well, I'll read? Give me somebody's sports, biography. Yeah, sports like, biography. Yeah. I'll read that. Well, you know, and and it's funny because people people hate the misuse of there, there, and there, mm -hmm. right? And yeah, when, I'm one of those. When I read it, my brain knows what the fuck you're saying. Mm -hmm. I don't care, right? Um, I very much care. I know, and and but to me, it, when we have a conversation, do you spell it out in your head? I mean, hey, they're going to the mall. I know specifically which one I'm talking about. Yeah, but, so do I consciously spell it out? No, but I it consciously. In my mind, I know which one. If you wrote, they're going to the mall to me in three different texts, three different ways, all it would read to me is the exact same. See, and it doesn't they're, to me. Sure. And if I see the apostrophe, I'll know, hey, they are going to the mall. But like, otherwise, I couldn't tell you. The, like, I don't care. Like, the fact is, they're going to the mall. Yep. They're going to the mall. They're going to the mall. See, and for me, they're words straight are going to the mall. so important. So like, you know, the one that pisses me off the most? I could care less. I couldn't, say, I couldn't care less. You. Yeah. You couldn't care less. If you could care less. There is a degree that you can care less than what we're talking yeah. about. You couldn't fucking care less, which means there is no way in hell yeah. you could give a shit any less than what you do right fucking now. Well, it goes back to that. It goes back to the A, right? Yeah. And that surprised me. That doesn't piss you off that like a B is the max you could possibly get with an A because that's the same as I could care less. Okay. Uh, you see, so I don't you, mind the extra work for the A. I mind the, I would mind very much if they said, you will never get an A in this class. Fuck you. I'm getting an A. It's just, it's when you make impossible a thing, it's not a fair fight. Right. And I'm not about that. I, I, I remember getting a B plus in one of my uh, core classes for my finance degree. And I literally hammered the fucking professor afterwards going, I'm going to tell you right now, I did the best fucking work in your class. You're just an asshole. Yeah. And they didn't like that. I really didn't give a shit because you gave me a fucking B plus and I didn't fucking deserve it. Yeah. Well, we go back to, you know, so go back to like getting out of things, right? Yeah. And, and saving yourself money. So yeah, in, yeah. in college, 
and don't quote me on this, but like CC when I went, if you dropped a class before it started, you got a hundred percent refund. Correct. If you went the three weeks, whatever it was, you got seventy five. Up to the I want to say it was quarter. You got fifty. I, I want to say it was up to the holiday. You got seventy five, which was like a week, maybe two. Sure, enough to try it out, and then and then you got fifty percent mm-hmm. up to like a quarter or whatever. And then it was just no money or something. Yeah, and if you withdrew by like a week before Thanksgiving, yeah. you just got a W. Yeah. But it didn't affect your grade point. And and so um yeah, but I've dropped a class before, right? Because I I stand up for what I believe, right? So the the exact I didn't drop bowling, but my bowling class was unfair for me. Okay. Okay. So I walk in. And the, so I, I just, I was a bowler and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna take a free class. So the coach, or sorry, the uh, teacher, the teacher, um, she walks in and she's like, all right, basically this is your grade improvement based off of this. If you gain these many pins, this is what it is. How are you going to do that? And that's like, and so I go in there and I, I bring my own bowling balls and shoes and stuff. And so I was like, and she tells us how this is done. So I start guttering everything of course you do because that's the only way to improve everything like when i tell you i guttered everything like i'm i'm rolling a ball with a fucking pink and she walks up and she's like you have your own stuff what are you doing and i was like i'm not trying to disappoint you like i averaged 225 right i know for a fact there's zero way that i can improve this amount of pins no matter how hard i've tried like i've devoted my life to it like and i'm explaining this to her and i was like so if I just sit here and gutter, all I have to do is throw one decent game. Like, right. and, and I will increase this by so much. You'll just go, holy shit bowls. And she goes, well, I've never had a bowler, like actually come and fucking do this. And she goes, so she looks and she's like, all right, I, I, I restate. If you average above 190 the whole time or whatever, like you get an A in the class, like, you know what you're doing in the bowling thing. And I was right. like, and so literally next thing i know wham i just like i bowled right and right. she's like holy shit <laughs> so you know but like that when you set the bar to where you can't do it i'm gonna i'm gonna either a find a way or i'm gonna drop right right because to me it was just it was, it was a relax yeah i took it on i was the only thing i took on a friday um and you know i i looked at it and said hey you've set the bar so stupid even though it was 10 pins to get an A for like improvement, mm-hmm. there was zero chances I was going to do that. Right. <laughs> like one mistake anywhere in the time I would have been. Screwed. So I, and she just was like, you're really willing to just show up every week and throw it in the gutter. And I was like, yes, every fuck. And like, I'll throw one strike. Uh, you know, all you want is improvement. And I know where the halfway mark is. I know what I'll average. And I know that my improvement will be a hundred pins. And she's like, Okay. <laughs> so and you know we i mean literally you're just gonna work seven tons the whole fucking time the entire thing and right? you shot seven tons yeah the entire thing right and and because it wasn't worth it for me um and she you know once once she's seen me bull she's like he's not lying right like nothing out of my mouth came to be a lie um you, you know what my my blow off was what's that it was golf yeah i took a golf class yeah and i got an a because literally they didn't have any of that if you showed any improvement they were happy got an A. Right. Well, that's what, I mean, that's the whole basic idea is like, you're supposed to learn what to do, you know? And she's like, why didn't you go take a different sport? And I was like, why, why? First of all, I've devoted my life to this. Second of all, like I'm, 
I'm in college now. I'm not in high school, yeah. right? Like, and you're forcing me to take something. And I figured it's just a money grab. So I might as well do the one thing I love. Right. And get me through this. I was like, honestly, if I could, I'd take it every semester and, and have this. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, I'll gladly pay the money to make my, like, to make my average or um, my GPA higher because I can walk into something and just go, here it is. This is. Well, like you guys have to report you bring up a great point it's a money grab so i mean we talk about like student loan forgiveness tell stuff. me tell me why bowling helps you in any way shape or form in college it doesn't exactly but i mean we talk about like student loan forgiveness yeah. and shit and and when we look at it a lot of college courses are literally just that they're money grabs 100 so my daughter had to take yeah. uh ancient world history for what degree for a graphic design degree yeah. and i was curious right because it doesn't matter what she does in that class. It doesn't really benefit her degree at all. Yep. So I'm like, hey, that's cool. You need help? Let me know. Yeah. Because I'm happy to go over your papers or help you, you know, with your whatever you need. Yep. Let me know yep. because this class is literal bullshit for you. Well, and to me, I think America's dumb. I mean, you know, I I don't remember the show. Or whatever it is, but it's a uh, he's he's a great actor. Um, played in Dumber and Dumber, not Jim Carrey. Uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Um, he sits in he sits on a panel or whatever, and the girls like, hey, why why is the that's Newsroom, which is a great fucking show, and she asks, why is America? why is America the greatest country in the world? And he like, and then he goes off and he states why we're not right, and he's like, look, in literacy we're like twenty seventh in this, and and you know, so I went to things that it, it's hard to explain. I actually went to a charter academy for a couple of years okay. um, in two third grade sessions. I, I overly excelled in mathematics um, and science. And I, of course, failed in reading comprehension and spelling. Of course. Um, and trust me, and, and call it lazy, but like there was weeks where, I mean, my mom and I would study every night, right? Because you get your spelling list Monday, your test is Friday. And I would study every night for an hour a night and then we knew these 20 you know 20 words and i would still not get them right? yep. <laughs> like um but i could i could memorize enough to get me past type of thing yep. and so but they held they have and so then i transfer out of that school into byron center um and so i walk into like fourth grade there you know halfway through a fourth grade and they're learning shit i learned in second grade mm -hmm. and so of course I was bored as hell, right? I'm like, so I get through, I get into like fifth grade and it's kind of the exact same thing. Um, I already know this, right? This is what they're teaching in third grade here. Like, right. You, you've done nothing. Like, so when you ask me, I, I think, okay. So in, in high school, you have to take uh, history, mm -hmm. um, which I think should be taught in uh, middle school. You have to take you have to take all of these classes that don't teach you anything. It just opens your horizon to what things are out there, um, and that bugs me, right? Because mm -hmm. I think I think high school, especially like your last two years, should be so focused on getting you to what direction you want to go. I mean, how many kids, when you ask them, "What are you going to go to college for?" have no fucking clue. None of them know, right? So, like, but like you know, but, but how many of the kids that do know? Are so specifically into knowing exactly what they're doing yeah that's a much higher percentage right like 
I had a buddy who he's like, look, I want to be a historian, right? Like he could tell you every country and every capital of every country, right? He's that nerd guy who, mm-hmm. when you ask him questions about who, who, who's the czar or who's the president, oh, they don't have it. They're, they're an ambassador, whatever the hell these words are. Right. He just knew all this shit. And it's like, dude, that's what you're doing for your life. Like, you know, this, you do this. Mm-hmm. We had one kid who was so into politics. Like he literally ran for politics. Like, um, and you know, I had a buddy who, I mean, from freshman year, all he ever said, and I, I don't, he's, he's healthy and safe, but like he was going to the military. He's like, I'm going to be a medic in the military. That's what I'm doing. And no lie gets through his base, like does whatever last two weeks gets shot in the ass for his gum style. Um, he gets shot in the ass and he's out of the military. Right. But like he devoted his whole like time. He knew what he was doing. I don't need that because. Well, I, I think in Jeff Daniels speech, he talks about the things we're number one at. Yeah. The amount of obesity. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, the amount of uh, adults that are incarcerated mm-hmm. and the number of people that believe in angels. Yeah. And military spending, mm-hmm. which we spend more than the next 26 nations combined. Most of them are our allies. Yeah. And it's like, okay. They say this shit like, you know, Cheeto McCacknuggets big thing is make America great again. Yeah. When were we great? Right. You know, when, when we look at the history of this country, we stole this land from the native people and then we killed them all off. And then we enslaved a whole bunch of other people because they didn't look like us. Yeah. You know, and I, when I say us loosely, cause I'm only half white. Um, the, the whole fucking country was built on theft and genocide. Yeah. So when exactly was it great? And who was it great for? It was great for white European males. And, you know, um, I know we're not getting on our topic, um, but, you know, America was founded on the uh, the idea of um, freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was supposed to be a separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, you know, in God we trust is on, on money. And when um, did they get that? Hmm? When oh, did God, they get years that? and years. It was like the 1950s. Right. So that um, wasn't a thing until the 1950s. You know, uh, there, there's so much, there's so much in, in this, you know, and people, people who are elected stand up and they're like, oh, this is how I believe God and this and that. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, again, your opinions don't matter, right? Like, I'm a fact-based person, right? <laughs> like, this is what it is. Um, you know, I was watching another show or whatever. And he was talking about how do we know that there's not um, uh, psychics and stuff like that. Right. And the guy goes, fucking science, science. And it's like, yeah, and I get it, right? Because again, if there were psychics, why do they never win the lottery? Right. Well, because they can't, they can't do it for that. They can just talk to other people. But, you know, um, you know, I do I, I don't believe in ghosts. Nope. Um aliens i believe that there probably is a possibility that that's a thing right and i think there could be a outside living something somewhere so there if we believe in science mm-hmm. there's an infinite amount of universes in the world yep. in the world in <laughs> in in the universe the universe yeah. i mean there there obviously are different universes that we can't Galaxy. see or find yeah so the odds that there are aliens pretty fucking good because the odds that just this one fucking planet made living and breathing and thinking organisms yep. is pretty fucking pompous. Well, and and 
to me, I, I, you know, it's funny because as as a white American, we always think that anything that doesn't speak English is an alien. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, so you go down to like they're they're still finding things. So it was a really fun fact. I don't know what I was watching. We know more about space mm-hmm. than we do the lowest depths mm-hmm. of the water, ocean. right? And that blows my fucking mind because it's so hard to get there. I mean, granted, the guys that blew up, they're gonna they're gonna find it, but uh, bad joke. It's um, they're not gonna report back though, right? But like you know, so like that idea, it, and they talked about how much we have no idea. So we're still finding sea creatures. We're still finding things. So even if there's a creature, right? And let's go with a barnacle or uh, something on a rock that's out there type thing. That's a, that's an organism that has a potential to have a life form mm-hmm. of something. You know, if you believe in, if you believe in that we come from monkeys, right? I mean, we didn't. Monkeys had a language, and then lang- different languages developed, right? English wasn't a language until it was developed, mm-hmm. right? I mean um you know hebrew and and there's so many different languages out there everything comes off of a different way so somebody created this aspect Mm -hmm. of things um so one was just the beginning so you know i i look at things like that well you know and they say those things so they'll say well if we came from monkeys why are there still monkeys okay here's the deal we're a primate just like a monkey we didn't necessarily come from monkeys but we're very closely related yeah and we came from like uh, Crow Magnon man, do you see any of them around anymore? Right. Did they exist? They don't because we evolved from that. You know, you look at some of the fish and wildlife that's out there. Again, some crazy number, like 90% of the things that have lived on Earth are not around anymore. Are gone. Yeah. They're extinct. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that sucks. So, like, you know, you look at Is it a dodo the, bird? possibly yeah but i mean you look at like the endangered species list and that sucks and a lot of that is because we're horrible fucking things but some of that is they just die out because they stop reproducing and they just don't exist anymore yeah i mean right and um you know i i my opinion is is just what it is it's an opinion right it's not based off of a fact on certain things right such as global warming Mm -hmm. right um i haven't devoted my life to figuring it out but when somebody tells me that there's an endangered species that it wasn't killed off by man okay what was it right well polar bears right oh they're dying off and this and that because of global warming okay like you did your research i'm gonna believe this because i didn't go out and take a look for myself right um well and why are polar bears endangered now we have less ice yeah and they used to be able to go from ice down into the water and hunt and shit and, you know, get to the next piece of ice. And it's so far, now they're drowning and shit. Yeah. And, you know, so I I, I look at it. Um, sorry. My niece, my niece is having a swimming competition right now for championships. Oh, nice. And uh, she's a very good swimmer. Usually, usually takes first, blah, blah, blah um she came in at like 36.8 seconds and the winner had 30 seconds like she got annihilated yeah um the apparently the person that's in first is like really really good <laughs> so um but right it, you know i look at i look at all of these things that we talk about and how hard it is to get out of how hard it is for people to comprehend that we are not the greatest country mm-hmm. um 
because we lack so much, you know? And so I, you know, one, one of my, I have to figure out how to put it out there. I want to do a passion project Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like Sarah's book, but I want it to be careers that you don't know of. Right. Um, The example I kind of, you know, hit, hit it back up for me. I have two friends that are accountants. So when you think of an accountant, you think of taxes, my accountant, taxes, H and R block, right? They actually work for, nobody, they work for Netflix. Okay. And they go on to like shows and they're the accountant for the shows or for the movies. And it's like, holy shit. Nobody ever, like nobody ever taught me this. Right. Uh, I posted the joke, you know, it was a joke for me. Um, I was at, not Gator Mountain, uh, Cabela's. Yeah. And somebody was cleaning, cleaning the aquarium. And I was like, damn, nobody came to my fucking school and said, this could be a job where you can just dive in some of these fish, clean, clean aquariums. Like, oh man, like, I think there's so many things out there that people don't know about unless you know the right person, right? It's all about knowing people. But like, I think if we can create this thing that says, hey, what's a thing that you do that people don't know about or have, right? Like, man, these are jobs that people need. Well, you know, you and I argue a lot politic wise yeah but i'm gonna ask you a couple leading questions here yeah we pay a lot in taxes in this country right Mm -hmm. and i would say that you know an average person pays more than you know rich people i'm not talking money wise i'm talking percentage wise sure what do we get for that are are we getting we we get paid time off are we getting maternity leave are we getting health care are we what are we getting you're getting health care at a discount no we're not uh, well so in the way it's sold to you is yes you are right um so for hey, example it, it, hold on for sure. example i went to the er yep. i went to trinity so st mary's downtown mm-hmm. i have a 150 dollar er copay okay which means if i go to the er 150 bucks. It's 150 bucks, but that's it. Just to walk in. It's $150 and the rest gets billed to my insurance. Correct. I just got a $75 bill from them. Okay. I emailed them. I don't have a $75 bill. I have a $150 copayment. Yep. If you want another $75, you better find a way to get it from my insurance because I ain't paying you another motherfucking dime. Well, is yours not set up to 80-20? It is, but if you're in the ER, mm-hmm. tests and stuff are covered. You're in the ER. Okay. If I get admitted, I'll have extra bills. Okay. All they did in the ER was give me a CT. Is your medicine and prescriptions and all that like covered? Did they give you an IV or anything? Like- nope. Okay. Nothing. Oh. I got a shot, so- which is covered. Okay. I had the same shit happen when Metro tried to kill me. Yep. You know how much I paid? $150. And they did several CTs, and I did not get admitted. You know, so I look at it, and that's the thing. Um, You know, I I will give credit to, I don't know who it goes to, just to be honest. Um, It might be Trump. um, And it might be a Biden thing. But the discount for so technically it all goes back to obama um but the obamacare aspect and then the government is funding basically like a like a business percentage mm-hmm. of it so like private health care should cost you 750 bucks a month right now they have 
let's just say anywhere from like five to seven hundred. Um, they have subsidies. Yeah, right. Which and, goes back to the Affordable Care Act. Yep. Enacted during Obama's administration. But I don't know where the subsidies that keep getting re-signed come from. They um, just that just keeps rolling through. Do we know how long it's going to go till? Till Congress decides they don't want it to go anymore. Is that what it is? Okay, Basically, so like, yeah. I say I don't know. You know, I, I'm not afraid to tell people I don't know everything. Right? It's not something I. But my mom had to go, and I was like, man, she's paying 40, 50 bucks. I was like, that's great. Um, you know, so she has cheaper health care now than she had when she was working at steel case correct right i was like 50 bucks a month like how much were you paying she's like oh, i was paying like 50 bucks a paycheck yeah you know and i was like what like and then her coverage is really the same nothing's ever perfect but like it's either you know hey she pays cheaper on medicine here and a little more here or she pays you know a little bit extra on medications but cheaper like her, the doctor. yeah like cheaper everything like her deductibles are actually really, really small. It's like a thousand bucks. Like, and you know, that's one thing that made it so that way I'm sitting here going, I'll do private healthcare. Like knowing how much she pays, seeing her coverage, like it's no fucking different. Answer me how every other developed nation in the world can figure out healthcare, but the United States cannot. Uh, oil. Expand. Okay. So, um, I will say, all right, so the answer is two things, Mm -hmm. taxes and oil. Okay, so every other nation, um, their their oil costs are, you know, they're paying paying the same amount that we are, but their taxes, so taxation it goes back to, right? So Mm -hmm. when you go to Canada, it's $650, let's just say $7 a gallon right now. Mm -hmm. We're at $350, Mm -hmm. okay? So that $3.50 extra goes towards paying you know this i would rather pay that um right say you would eventually get used to that type of a thing but um you know you when you go to europe right so unless you're in a uh an oil rich area Mm -hmm. like they're the exact same like gallons of gas are actually very expensive everywhere except for a very oil rich place and i would say canada is the exception to to the rule because if you talk about Europe, yeah, they have such a great infrastructure that you don't have to have a car to go places. Right, it's like living in downtown Chicago. You hop on the bus, you hop on the L in Chicago. Obviously, that you know they have trains, they have buses, they have public transportation that is affordable for you to take and get places. What do we have here? Nothing. But I mean, we're so far apart. We have so much more land and things like that. I mean, we do, but we could have an infrastructure that worked. Yeah. There's just no money in it. That's exactly it, right? Like, who's going to fund? But, you know, and and now to go back and say, hey, we made a mistake, you you just can't do it, right? You could. Um, You just have to scrap the shit we've done and actually care about working for shit. The amount of people, yes. We we don't care about working for shit. We just care about what's throwing shade on everybody else, you know? What's benefiting me? Right. Which is total horseshit. That Mike and I were talking about this the other day. So the thing that pisses me off about the two fucking party system that we have yeah. is when you look at conservatives, they go, how does this benefit me? And when you look at liberals, they go, how does this benefit everyone? Mm, no, I disagree. I don't. How? <laughs> so um, they don't give. So if you talk to a liberal like mm-hmm. you're. OK, watch this. Yeah, I'm leftist. Yep. Um, so the, how much money should. Bezos make 
Bezos should make as much money as he can, but he should be taxed on everything that he fucking makes. Okay. How much should how much should any other rich person make? As much as they can, but they should be taxed on it. Okay. Now, what about um what about Sam Walton's heirs? Same fucking thing. Okay. So I mean, right, but I don't have a problem with them making money. I have them I have a problem with them paying less percentage in taxes than what I'm fucking paying. So here and and I feel like that's a I feel like it's a made up answer because it's what you want me to hear. But it's not. I don't because because fixing that is 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 saying, hey, because normally your answer is, well, I want the employees to be paid a fair wage. So no, so you can't but that's your, not what you asked. Right, but you can't have your, you asked how much they should make. They should make whatever they can make. Should they pay a good wage to their employees? Absolutely they fucking should. Sure. Are are they making less money? So like we're in the middle of the after or the Screen Actors Guild and the yeah. WGA strike right now. Yeah. Okay. And basically the fucking heads of the studios have said we're going to wait them out until they lose their houses. Yeah. And Ron Ron Perlman fucking went off on on was it the head of Disney, Bob Iger? Was it? Yeah. I think it was. Basically saying, fuck you, motherfucker. There's more than one way to lose your house. Yeah. But at the end of the fucking day, I mean, do I have sympathy for an actor that makes ten thousand or ten million dollars a year? I have more sympathy for him than I have for an executive that makes a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred million dollars a year. Yeah. Because what what has Bob Iger done that's benefited my life? Allowed you to watch movies. No, he hasn't even done that. I mean, he just sits <laughs> at the front of the company. Right. But you know, when you look at let's say Chris Evans. I really enjoy the Avengers movies. I like the Captain America movies. He yep. actually does benefit my life because I like watching that. Sure. So, but without without the ability to watch Avengers, or, you know, so without Bob having the ability for you to watch it, and he fronts all the money, and he doesn't front shit. The well, company does, right? Which is him. his job. No, it's not him. His job is to make as much money for the shareholders as he can. The shareholders add nothing to the business. Well, the shareholders. Okay, so that's. I I want to I want to talk about that specifically. The shareholders are what fund the money for the movie. But do they? Yeah, I mean, right? Only so like, in a small amount because how many of them are doing stock buybacks with all of the fucking money they're making? Sure, but so a small percentage, yes, the shareholders are are funding. But that that's the the whole basic idea of it, right? When you break it down to the basics, is hey, we're going to raise money for this movie to get built right and and so hey uh let's take let's take tom hanks for example mm -hmm. forrest gump he they're like hey we can't shoot all this blah blah, blah. he's like hey i'll make four hundred thousand dollars i think it went down to it was something fucking really really stupid but you're giving me points on royalties that, yeah. and all this and he goes and makes like 40 million dollars okay so he said hey i'll give up this to go make this and that's basically what you're doing when you buy stock. You're so when I go buy a stock, and let's just say Gentex, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, my my twenty dollars, but it's supposed to be hundred thousand people's twenty dollars. So right, like two million bucks, and now they can expand a new building or put a new piece of machinery in. Just one piece, right? It's going to cost you two. And now you've doubled production, and. Now we double production, which means we double sales. We double everything. Like, great. Now we have so much more coming in, right? When, so when my you, stock's going to go higher. When you went to Florida, yeah, did you go to any of the Disney parks? 
Is Universal a Disney park? No. no. How much were the Disney parks? Same price, 150 bucks. Yeah. Where do you think they're getting all their fucking money? Oh, people that are walking in, you and yeah. me. Yeah, they're they're getting it from the people walking into the parks. They're getting yeah. it from the fucking movie tickets. They're not getting it from the fucking shareholders. I buy a share of Disney. I give them, let's say, ninety dollars. Yeah. Okay, for a share. So yeah, they get some money from me, but they get way more fucking money from me when I walk through the entrance to the goddamn park. Yeah, but let's say so. You know, I mean, it's not Disney, but let's go back to Universal, right? When yeah. Harry, when Harry Potter was put in, mm-hmm. um, they go to the shareholders aspect and so they make this big announcement right they're like hey we're going to put in a, a harry potter thing and then people are like oh this is gonna this is gonna be a big boom right it's insider trading when you know about it ahead of time but like you know oh this is gonna be a big boom. so then you go and you go hey now we're putting up two roller coasters a fucking hobbit little area a, tr- a huge train to go between the two little things and so it's growth and then you get paid back and you're hoping just as much as when i lend out on a house right like do you own stock I do quite a bit. Okay. Do you vote in the proxy votes? Some of them. Right. Some of them. Yes. So basically in some of them, <laughs> your voice is not heard. Never, never heard. They don't give a shit. They, they even on the ones I do, it's not. They <laughs> tell you how they want you to vote. Yeah. So basically all you're doing is handing them your money and hoping you're getting more money back for that later. That's exactly it. It, do- it doesn't give you any thing other than the appearance mm-hmm. that you hold some kind of ownership in that stock yeah, no you're putting all of your trust into that into bob he's going to make you the most money possible right he's what is he he's disney right and is he worth it i mean if you ask the shareholders i mean apparently yes <laughs> i mean if you ask the shareholders right. yes but is right. he honestly no I, I don't think what what decision does he make that really moves the needle right uh what to expand when to expand you know um at the end of the day it all comes down to him right it doesn't though they have an entire board yeah he can't just he doesn't just have free reign to do what the fuck he wants well let's say but he gets presented this stuff then goes to the board and says hey this is what we're going to vote on yes no yeah and the board says yeah you can spend the money no you can't correct so he has some power but it's not like he's the be all end all right so you have internet. I do. You have Amazon, don't you? I do, yeah. Have you watched Air? No, I don't want to. Why? It looks dumb. It was great. Was it? Watch it. Yeah. Watch it just for the interaction between the guy that signed Jordan and his and Jordan's mother. I've seen the one with him and his dad, I think. No, sorry, that was uh, Magic Johnson. I've seen that. That was great, too. Um, but... All right. You know, I'm I'm watching this. Courtney wants to see it. I just and I'm still burned out with all these basketball because like we're in a side tangent. Who's the who's the greatest basketball player of all time? It's Jordan. Okay, right? Like people are like, oh LeBron and Kobe. And it's like no Kobe's I mean, closer to Michael than LeBron will ever be. That's exactly it, right? Like, and it's because Michael just wanted to fucking destroy you, and that was a Kobe thing. Right. And LeBron's and not that way. LeBron's about money, right? He's about I mean, he does great stuff too. He did but start he's a school way more about money. Yeah. You know, the thing that impressed me the most, you know, in the movie, they basically said if you want to get to Michael, you got to get to the mother. Yeah. And, you know, when she called to say, yeah, we'll take the deal with Nike, but he wants a percentage of every shoe that's sold. The guy's like, yeah, we don't do that's never been done. She goes, and you've never had (laughs) somebody like my son. Yeah. And I mean, it takes. 
really special people mm -hmm. to change an entire structure. I, you know, I, I fully agree. So here's, here's a thing. Um, I'll put it in, in this term. So I now know of somebody. Okay. So when you get hired in at this company currently starting salary is $60,000. Mm -hmm. What do you say about the people who have been there for six years and they're making 61,000? I mean, that sucks. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so my thing is, is, Hey, you need to go back in and renegotiate your stuff. I, I would agree with that. But my bigger issue the is the person I have trying to apply mm -hmm. walked in and said hey and they didn't know that this was a sixty thousand base start mm -hmm. type thing i walked they walked in and said hey i want 75 okay. and they were appalled they're like whoa whoa whoa!" and i was like no when you do this numbers when you do these math this is what it is mm -hmm. like and i technically told them to go for 82 <laughs> you know um but you know come to find out and then we find out that there's there's a person that's been there for six years making one thousand more than what a base person would start. See, in the six years, the one that really pisses me off is the one that's making fifty six. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, it's okay. We're hiring you in four thousand more, but you have no experience doing this job." Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's you know when I, you know when I worked at Gentex, you know I, I got my bump and bump, and I was making thirteen dollars and forty cents, and we were sitting in the break room, and they were like. Oh, and I was like, yeah, I make thirteen forty. And one guy just lost his shit and got up and like left or whatever. Like, what the hell's his problem? Well, come to find out, he'd been there for eight years or something like that, and he was he only, makes less. Yeah, he was at thirteen oh five or thirteen fifteen, right? So they had to retroact all of his pay mm -hmm. up to my new pay for the past like three months or whatever mm -hmm. when they went to the new increase of a level D type thing. And so, and, you know, and then he's just mad at me because. Now they just bumped him up to 1340, right? And that's where I'm at. So now we're even, right? He's like, I've been here eight years, nine years, and you're making more than me, just as much as me. And I was like, yep. Why is that my problem? It's not. Right? Like, it's don't... absolutely not your problem. And he should not be pissed off right. at you about it. He should be pissed off at the company yeah, for know. not valuing him as an employee. I didn't screw you over, right? In any way. Like, you know, it's like me being mad at you for not going and negotiating your own pay every, oh, well, you know, that was the hardest thing um with gentex was like you know for the longest time it was like hey the max you can get is 30 cents mm -hmm. right per per review and it was twice a year um so 60 cents most and then they changed it to like 50 or 75 whatever i got really you know i got fortunate in my raises and how it went so i only got like one 30 cent raise and everything else after that went crazy um and then they gave us like a they took five percent mm -hmm. from our bonuses so that went and gave us five percent increases because they didn't want our bonuses to be up to like 26% because mm -hmm. they're like, Hey, we'd like to see an 18 is really where we want to be. So, you know, they just like, Hey, we're making enough money. We're going to give everybody a 5% increase, which is great. That's, that's how a company should work. Right. Like, it is. Hey, you were seeing this and you know, again, I give Gentex credit in how they do things, but like, you know, they, they're also the first to screw over an employee aspect of things. So, well, you know, even with the company here, yeah, you know, one of the workers is like, when Don talked about hiring a manager, was a little annoyed that they weren't in the conversation. Yeah. And Don's like, yeah, you have other plans. You know, you want to be a manager here and, you know, you're looking to basically phase out our place for that place. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely do that. But then you can't ask me to invest in you if your plan is to go be a manager over there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they understood. They're like, yeah, that does make sense. Mm -hmm. 
I'm looking for people here that want to be here. This is what they want. So like we interviewed somebody today Mm -hmm. and one of the best answers I heard, I don't want to be full-time. I'm looking for something that's part-time that will work around what I need it to do. Yeah. That's what we're looking for too. Yep. And if, you know, this person works, then great. They, you know, this is a place that they can absolutely grow into and, you know, maybe they'll become a manager or whatever, but they're realistic walking in knowing that we're not a full-time job and we never will be. The two full-time people we have is the one, Chris, who makes the pickups and Don, who owns the business. Well, and I think that, you know, I mean, you're still very new, but Mm -hmm. I also think it reflects you know, me being me, if I walked into it, I, you know, if you, I would love to sit for an interview as not Nick to you guys. I would like to sit there and go, hey, these are the questions I'm asking. Where are you headed? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see me? Because if I'm stuck at literally just part time for this and you're not talking about growing into more and more places or, hey, we hope to get to five days a week. We hope to do this. Like we hope these things. Like then you're then you're failing me to have a guarantee, right? And I also one of the things I ask is, hey, what do you top out at, right? And again, I have I will ask these one. I have no problem with you telling me, hey, there's no top out. Our raises won't be as big on a constant, but you'll never top out. So I I will tell you this, I cannot speak for my wife. Right. What my goal is, is this turns into a profit sharing company. Sure. That's what I want. I want everybody to enjoy the fruits of this labor if you know they're willing to put in the hard work like we are yeah so like this weekend you know on saturday we had one employee that unfortunately has to leave and then mike came up and helped a little bit and me and dawn so i did a lot of heavy lifting on saturday after doing heavy lifting on friday and thursday and then i came in sunday and it was just me and dawn so i did all the heavy lifting on sunday yeah we had an appointment today with four rooms i did a bunch of heavy lifting in those four rooms today yep I'm exhausted. I'm 46 years old. I'm a fat guy. I'm exhausted. I'm sore. I don't want to work that hard. I don't mind doing it a couple days a week. But now in the last six days, I've done it five of them. Well, the only reason you're doing it currently, one is your understaff Mm -hmm. and two, your wife is injured. Mm -hmm. Right. Given the opportunity that your wife could do it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't care about overstaffed. Given the opportunity that your wife could do it you would do half of what you've done. Correct. Right? Like, you're stepping up because you have to. I have to. Not because... Because, again, like a guy, like a guy like you and I are, Yeah. you have two options. You can step the fuck up, yeah. or you can just give up. Right. And, and you know, I don't know. I'm not, What she has or had or whatever it is is not in her control. But, like, mm-hmm. if, it was, if it was just her wanting to be lazy, there's zero chances I would expect any employee to like step up and do extra rooms or do anything like that because again it goes back to hey this is what and if don started this business and never once touched a a thing right like always it was the employee's responsibility it'd be a whole different story right but like if you put yourself into this position and and that's what i tell people is like work yourself out of things Mm -hmm. but also start your you know because my buddy's dealing with this right now in his flooring business he's like dude i don't want to do installs anymore great hire a person to do installs so now we've gone six, eight months, dude, I, I got to find a salesman. I just want to go do the papers and do this and follow ups and run around. Okay. So hire the salesman. You have the installer. He's stuck with you. 
And yeah, you might have to do like, and if your salesman's good enough, guess what? You have a second installer. Like you might have to go back to installs for a while. Hopefully that's the biggest thing. But you know, at that time you should be finding more, more people. Like this is called growth at this exact moment. This is the best thing that could have ever happened to you. Right. Um, well, dealing with that with a buddy of mine, we went on a boat ride Friday and we we're, you know, all of us are kind of in a real estate game one way or another. Yeah. Um, and he's like, man, I've been doing this for, you know, 15 months. I, I got a like phone just constantly and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, the, the best thing was the amount of calls that I get. Uh, apparently I lost uh, my, my phone, which like, do not disturb or something or lost internet. So mm-hmm. I didn't get any ringing on the boat. I was like, that's weird. Cause like, and, and we're telling him, I'm like, man, you need to hire somebody to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I, and I was like, no, if you don't train somebody, that's your responsibility. Yes, you might have to go through a couple of these, but you could pay somebody $3 an hour in a different country to answer that phone. Mm-hmm. Every phone call could, yeah, but I don't know what they need. Yeah, but guess what? How many calls do you get that you don't have leads for? Well, you know, it's just people wanting this. And I was like, great. So you, you're going to get everything in in a little thing that says this is what it, I was like, that's where you make your check sheet, right? Who called? What do they want? When do they want it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. So now you're going to go through and go, oh, hey. Yep, we're roofs. Yep, we're doing all these. We're not we're not in a spot to be able to do a remodel. Hey, I'm sorry, we can't do a remodel right now. You can source that out to somebody else. Call, you know, you still have the lead. You're following up, but you have to do that, right? Take yourself away from the thing that you're just so stressed about. So we talk about companies you like to get rid of, and Comcast is one of them. Yeah. So we have Comcast business phone at the business and internet. And they came and upgraded the phone system. Yeah. And I think it's been the greatest thing for this business. Because now it's an automated thing where it answers a whole bunch of questions before it goes to voicemail or before it rings through to the business. So that if you have these predefined questions like, how old do you have to be or how much does it cost or, you know, any of these easy questions, it just answers those. And we don't get those phone calls anymore. So like two years ago or even last year, when we were not at the business, my wife's cell phone rang off fucking hook and it was annoying because we couldn't do anything with normal life without her answering fucking business calls and now she doesn't have to answer those anymore because it's just automated and it just answers everything for you and she has you know stuff set up that if you ask questions online it just answers those questions for you we got one today what's the minimum minimum age and an automated message 13 to 17 has to have an adult present blah 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 how much does it cost Packages start at $30, group packages start at $50, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to answer any of that shit. It just got fucking answered. Yeah. And that's what we want. Yep. And speaking of places we don't fucking like is uh, we hate T-Mobile. Yeah. I have an update on the T-Mobile bullshit. They have submitted a ticket, but we won't know more until tomorrow night. Hmm. That's not good enough for me. So, um, does not seem that anybody will be joining us tonight because apparently they uh they just said kids crawled on them and they lost track of time. So, whatever, that's fine. We're talking about canceling shit. Yeah, actually, we're not, but we're going to talk a little more about canceling. Yeah, shit. See, well, you know, and and talk. So, I want to get into why canceling is hard, but it's great for your budget. So, when we look at you know having services that you may or may not want so like we were going from t-mobile to xfinity for our our mobile phones because the decision t-mobile has made of you you used to get a five dollar credit per line if you had automatic payment 
but they've decided they don't want that to be on a credit card anymore. That can only be directly drawn from your bank account or drawn from your debit card. That way they're not experiencing extra fees. Now I pay everything with my credit card because I get reward points and I don't want it coming out of my checking account or off of my debit card, which is the same thing. I want it coming off of my credit card because I want the reward points and I want extra time to pay that. You know, I always pay my credit card off in full, but I want that option to have a little extra time. So we started looking, we can save 20 bucks off of our bill and actually $40 once they change to, you know, their automatic payment, you know, being changed. So I want to save the $40 a month. Now, T-Mobile's given the runaround on, on Caitlin's line, which pisses me off. But at the end of the day, you know, hopefully we get it figured out with having to sink, you know, money into a new phone. And as long as we do, then, you know, we're going to move, save 40 bucks a month. And for me, even the $20 is a good enough savings because, you know, I watch every dollar that I spend and every dollar I make. I got rid of direct TV years ago because it was costing too much money. I went to YouTube TV, which is now up to $73 a month. So I'm reevaluating whether I want YouTube TV or whether I just want to say, you know what, I'll go to something else that gives me what I'm looking for. Cause again, I don't watch that much on TV anymore. I watch, you know, a few shows on local and I watch sports. Yeah. I, you know, even with like jokers, I don't watch jokers much anymore. Impractical jokers. Yeah. And when, when they are on, I just, you know, wait for them to hit voodoo and I'll just buy them for eight bucks or whatever it is to watch the episodes. I can watch them as much as I fucking want. Yeah. Well, you know, I, we've talked about it so much how I'm not into anything that has recurring feet, you know, or uh, draws. I signed up for a Planet Fitness membership, haven't used it in uh, three months now. And I just looked at my account, $25 out of my account, just like that. So, um, you know, I'm living proof. Hey, all it takes is me to go down there and cancel it, but my pride's in the way. Um, I was watching a video on it, actually, and it talks about how they changed to this. And it's like 90% of people that sign up don't use their membership, and that's what they count on. Um, and don't cancel it, right? Because now you sit here and think, well, if I go cancel it, that means I'm proving I won't be working on me. And nobody wants to admit to failure. Um, I don't know how hard it is to get out of it because I haven't done it. Um, I'd love to tell you guys, but it's not its not a thing I'm doing currently. You know, um, you know, Hulu, Netflix, all that. You know, we, we have to get, you have to get on the phone. You don't want to talk to people. You know, David, he's an introvert, right? Like, doesn't want to. So his wife hops on. Um, you know, you have to figure out how to get this done without taking up so much of your time. You know, um, buying a car, right? Takes you an entire day to buy a car because you go, you test drive it, and then you have to sit through financing. Um, so my advice is to just go to a local credit union. They're going to give you better rates. Um, You'll go there with your pre-approval, say what you want, go to the dealership, say, hey, how much money is this? Go back to your bank and deal with them because it's going to go a heck of a lot quicker. Uh, you know, everybody says time and money, right? Because, I mean, to me, it's like, hey, it's 25 bucks. 
but I don't know how long Planet Fitness will take to actually cancel. Um, and my, I say, sadly, I sound like everybody else. I hope I get back to it. I hope I get into it. Well, I mean, the chances are I'm probably not going to get back into it anytime soon because I haven't set the date to do it. Um, you know, I I think all of these things are are set to make you fail uh, into, into getting out of. You know, you look at we we talked about timeshares, right? I mean, just auto automatically taken out. Um, you know, there's so many things that you've set. Hey, it's just hard to get to get done with. You know, uh, trash companies are turning this way. Mm-hmm. Some of them, uh, you know, Republic or, or waste management, right? So if you own them, it's you know, hey, you're you're, you're fine. You're paying your thirty six bucks every three months, whatever the price is. 75%. 75 every three months? Every three months. You need to change. It's You're in Kent County. You need to change. Well, I get trash and... Recycling. Recycling. Every two weeks for recycling. Yeah. You need to change. Um, All right. I'll send you my people. Do that. Uh, but that's that's insane. Because like when I hear that number, that's a shit ton of money. Um, I know it's a little... 25 people. bucks a month. Yeah, that's insane. Um, okay. I pay 200... I don't know, 240, I think, for an entire year. Uh, and that includes both. Mm-hmm. And then I get a 13th month for free. Okay. So it rotates. But now let's say you have waste management or, or republic or whatever it is. Well, what they've been doing is, well, hey, if you cancel, you don't have to pay $50 for us to come get the bins. Mm-hmm. And and we won't cancel it until you pay the $50. So what the fuck? Like so people are like, well, I don't want to pay that. Then my then my savings doesn't equal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will after years, but you know, you have to save enough money to do it, right? Look at how many things have cancellation fees just for that purpose. Yep. And no matter how long you've been with them, right? But then you call and say, "Hey, can I get a discount?" And they're like, "No, no, no. Gas prices have gone up." And when we had the uh, trailer, you know where we used to live. Yep. Because we lived where your sister used to live. I remember we owed about probably eighteen thousand. Yep. And we were looking to get out and, you know, we asked the park, Hey, are you willing to buy this? They absolutely were for five grand. Mm -hmm. And I about lost my shit. It was worth way more than five grand. Yep. But you wanted, I just wanted them to pay it off. Mm -hmm. So I told them, I said, listen, if you don't buy it for what I owe, I'm going to sell it to somebody that's going to pull the motherfucker from this place. They're like, no, you won't. You can't find anybody to do it. Guess what? You found somebody. I did. And they pulled the motherfucker from that place. Did they really? It took my house and my mother's house to pay mine off because she also had a trailer. But it paid it off, and they pulled the son of a bitch out of there. And they, they that spot was empty for over two years. There you go. So they should have just paid me for the fucking thing. How much did you owe? Eighteen. And somebody paid you eighteen for the two houses. It took two houses to get that. Oh geez. Okay. I mean, there were trailers. Yeah. And this was two thousand seven when. You know, it was before the crash, yeah. so nobody was buying them. They were all buying houses. Yeah. One well, is weird because, I mean, there was a long time where houses or trailers were free and mm-hmm. this and that. And now, now they're like 70, 80, 90,000 for a brand new one. But yeah. I'm saying, like, I mean, I've seen people sell their trailer for like 60. I'm just like, this is insane. Well, and you, you look at the lot rent now. Like, we paid like 300 bucks. bucks a month for lot rent. Yeah. 
you're paying as much to live in a fucking trailer as you would be to live in a single family detached house. Yeah, but they don't see it that way, and it's easier to find it because it is definitely easier be, to find because financing only looks at they don't look at your lot rent from what I understand. Like, no, they don't. They just look at the, the trailer payment. Yeah, they don't care about if you can pay your yeah. lot rent, right? Nope. And that's why, hey, I can I can get you approved for you know seven hundred bucks. Well, technically that's thirteen hundred, but you know, it's say nope, thirteen. We'll, we'll do that. And it's just insane to me. Again, you look at the vehicles. Yeah. I, I saw somebody list the other day, is a 10-year vehicle loan going to become the norm? Yeah. Not for me. Well, it probably will for some people. For some people, it definitely will. I, I remember I remember that day. It was you know around, it was either Super Bowl or the holidays. And Mercedes was running a 10-year financing. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it was a couple of years, and you know, I, I was at a point in my life where I'm just like, holy shit! Like they're allowing cars to go ten years finance. That blows my mind. What's a car worth after ten years? Nothing. Right? I mean, right? You know, five a Mercedes, right? If if we looked up a ten year old Mercedes, and and let's just say you didn't drive it, right? I mean, you're you're guaranteed a a fifth of what they cost, right? So my equal is hundred thousand. You might find some sucker. Nah, it wouldn't even be worth 20, right? Like, so I mean, my Equinox right now is 20, it's 2013. It's yep. 2023. Yep. So technically 11 years old. Yeah. 135,000 miles. Yep. I could probably get eight, maybe 10. Okay. Because it's still in really good shape. 135. And how much do you pay for it? I paid 19. But that wasn't brand new, right? No, that was used. Yeah. So how much was it brand new? 32. Okay. I mean, now an Equinox probably probably closer to fifty, right? Probably forty to fifty, yeah. Forty fifty. Okay, so like for brand new, yeah. but so I mean, yeah, you're at a fifth right there, right? So yeah. ten years, and you've driven it normally. You don't overdrive. I mean, I mean, I've driven to Cincinnati a couple times with it. I drive to Chicago quite a bit. I mean, but you're at ten thousand ten thousand miles a year is what I mean. Yeah, I'd say about fourteen, but yeah, it's somewhere yeah, in there because you're 130 and it's been eleven years. It's eleven. Well, years I got old. it with thirteen. Right. So I mean, yeah, you're. And at, I got it in six or sixteen. Yeah. So. I mean, your 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 average is right around there, and so one fifth the actual value, right? Yeah. Like that's how I look at things. Is just go, huh? You know, because I was having this conversation uh, about boats. Oh, because uh, and and you know, hey, get a pontoon, right? And it's like, man, the, you know, they're just going down in value, right? Um, they're never going to hold. The, like I have a buddy that owns. A hundred thousand dollar pontoon. I think it might be eighty seven thousand dollar pontoon, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have a buddy that owns a five thousand dollar pontoon. Yeah. And they both go on the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they both go. The difference is, is one, one is this year, and one is nineteen nineties, right? Yeah. Like, but on the water, they both go on the water. Right? So like, and that's where to me it's like functionality. But to some people, it's just hey, what does it look like? How does it? How does you know? And, how does it do? And we're talking about saving money on this. I mean, yeah. not necessarily canceling, but saving money. You and I had a talk before we left last week about you didn't feel the cruise was a good um, cost, whereas you can go to all-inclusive and spend way less. Yeah. And Dawn and I were talking about it today, and I said, you know, Nick's willing to do things on a vacation that I'm just not willing to do. I want to stay at a certain type of place. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to be on the move. I want to get on and get off so i mean i don't necessarily feel safe in another country sure 
But if I'm on the boat and I get to the port area or I take an excursion, I feel safe enough to do that. Yeah. And I'm constantly on the move, which I like because I don't want to just sit still. Even if I'm sitting still in the pool, I'm on the move in the pool. I mean, you know, the, the boat's fucking moving, going somewhere. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, when I look at it all inclusive, I'm like, yeah, I can spend four days in a row on the beach. That doesn't necessarily appeal to me, even though it's kind of the same fucking thing. Yeah, you're just in the same port the whole time. Right. right? I mean, and... You know, I, the Dominican, right? It, we, I would get, but like, if you're going for four days, mm -hmm. I think you'll be fine. Now, if you talk about the Dominican for seven days, I would tell you, hey, that might not be there, yeah. right? Mexico, on the other hand, right, where we went, seven days, perfectly fine. You would have so much to do. You would venture out more than, right? And, and, the things or plan for the more excursions right mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing i would tell you like so you say hey like plan each plan one excursion a day and you'll get off and and you'll think of it as different ports and, See, and at that point i'm sitting there going okay well I'm, I'm not just spending what i would spend on the cruise nah i mean depending depending on, right but like you know i um you know mexico i granted and mexico wasn't fair we sat through a timeshare we talked about yeah. that and like yeah. But if I did the math, I still saved. And I didn't bring my kid. But like on average per person, I still saved mm -hmm. by going there. And God, we had such an amazing time. Like even well, like even I, the food, right? Like I can I, take really cheap flights. Yeah. But I want to be in in the morning. Right. So I'm going to spend a little more to get in when I want to get in. Yeah. And take the airline I want to take. Right. And you're going to look at it and go, yeah, I can get in late. It's no big deal. Nope. Um. That's not always true. Not always, but so, way more than it would be for me. So, well, I guess the difference is, is I do the math differently mm -hmm. than you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you say, Hey, I want to get in early in the morning. I want to do this. How much is the price difference? I don't know. A couple hundred bucks, maybe. Okay. So I fly the night before, mm -hmm. or so I take that night one, but I was going a day early mm -hmm. and I buy a hotel. So I'm $70, but I've saved 130 per ticket. And yes, I'm not there in the morning, but like I've, but like now I'm just, I have the exact same time. I'm already there the time I would have been in and it just cost me. So I've saved, you know, at that, pro, at that moment, right? So now I've, my wife's 200 bucks and I'm 200. That's 400. I've now only saved 330, but that's still 330. And I'm there the night before. Well, see, and I remember when I took Don and Caitlin to Hawaii, mm -hmm. we show up and of course we're taking an early flight because I want to be in by four o'clock Hawaiian time. Yep. And we, you know, we're the first people at the desk, you know, and and they're 4 like, a.m. or four p.m. Four p.m. Oh, okay. So you know, we're leaving at like seven a.m. Sure. And you know, it's about thirteen hours total for Is the day. Right? Yeah. And she goes, "Hey, uh, this flight's overbooked. If you're willing to arrive in the morning, we can give you all of these great things." And I'm like, "No, not not doing that. No. But we'll even put you up in a hotel. No." No, I'm I'm not doing that. That has no interest to me whatsoever. Yep. And Don's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fucking sure. I want to be in when I want to be in. I want to do the shit I want to fucking do." So you know, we were in Hawaii for ten days. Right. You want to know how many sunsets we saw? Two. Possibly, because I think we saw one on the second night, but it was on the dinner cruise, and it was kind of overcast. Yeah. So the only day we got a really good sunset was the first fucking day we were there. Yeah. And we were on the beach and we took, you know, sunset photos and, you know, did the touristy shit because I wanted them to be able to do the touristy shit. You know, we, we ventured out, you know, we got to the hotel, it was like 530, 
you know, we got cleaned up a little bit, went out for dinner, spent way too much at dinner because I wanted to do the touristy shit. Yeah. Um, you know, got pictures of the sunset, walked down, you know, Waikiki. And we did the things I felt were important to fucking do, but I want to be there when I'm, I want to be there. Yeah. But to me, I mean, and that, that's where it comes. Like, so yours, I just look at the savings and I, again, I just go in a day early. Right. So if I'm going to Mexico, things kind of change. I mean, I actually, I usually pay the little extra because again, I, I'm kind of the same, but like if it's a U.S. thing, so going to Florida, I I have no problem, you know, because last time we got in at like 11 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. but technically that trip was supposed to be whatever. And so I added the extra day because I was like, all right, so we're out a couple bucks for a hotel. But I mean, again, we got our flights for $87 versus what would have been, you know, like 300 bucks a piece. So like I saved $900, let's just say, or $700 by leaving at night type, you know, and, and, and sure I bought a hotel, but like I, that that's how I look at it is just, Hey, I will just make it a little longer. Courtney still worked up until the point she needed to, you know, we left at six, six instead of, you know, the next morning type thing because of how much it saves. Right. Well, and I know when we go when this go, time, yeah. Caitlin's leaving like, late that afternoon sure we'll already be there yeah and that's fine for her that's when she wants to, and that's cool she's saving a bunch of money doing that yep she'll get in about eight o'clock at night mm-hmm. and i told her i'm like they got a flight you can get in at like 10 50 if you get in at 10 50 at night you better book your own fucking hotel room because you're not waking my ass up well how much is she saving between the 10 50 and the eight o'clock yeah i she'd probably save a hundred bucks so not enough to care Right. And so, and, and honestly, you guys are going to be there. So you might as well, yeah. you might as well, because you're going to have the car and stuff like that, right? We're not even going to have a car. It's free shuttle to the hotel. Oh, okay. So when they get off, they can just shuttle to our hotel. We'll have two beds. They'll share. We'll share. Yeah. But as I say, you know, because otherwise she should look at getting the day before. Yeah. Because, sure, if it's 100, so that's 200. She's bringing somebody else then? Yeah. So it's 200 bucks. Now you think about it. Get a hotel for a night for 70 bucks. So you split that between the two of you. You've both spent 35 extra and you've saved 65 bucks. Mm-hmm. There's no difference between leaving that night before because it's the exact same arrival, mm-hmm. right? And I do understand that there's a difference in my position now. But, um, you know, when even when I was at Gentex, I did the exact same thing. Like, hey, boss, I, I know I have this dates off, but like, I, you know, my flight leaves at two. I could work till noon, man. My wife has everything packed. We just have to get to the airport. Like, yeah, that's no big deal. Like, thanks for giving me 90% of a day. Right? Like, because and I look at him and go, hey man, I'm saving 800 bucks by doing this. All right, cool. So you have a good like thanks for thanks for letting me know you'll work at least half the day or something like that, you know, versus calling in type thing. You know, Caitlin's a manager aspect, so it changes things and responsibilities there. But like I I would have no problem going to my person and saying, hey, the amount of savings I can get by doing this, mm-hmm. I need to do this. I'm just letting you know I won't be here because of the savings. Well, and you know, you and I, we're really good at looking all of those things. But how many how many people do you know are actually sitting there, really diving into what they can and can't save, how they can and can't cancel? Like, I, I got a hotel room booked for middle of next month because we're going to Fan Expo. Where's that? That's in uh, Rosemont, which is just northwest of the city, Chicago. Yep. Okay. And uh, I can cancel up through August 4th. Sure. Because if I did no cancellation, I could have got it for like 130 bucks. Sure. I did up to August 4th and I got it for 147. So for the extra $17. Sure. Cool. 
And I couldn't find my confirmation. So I actually got a hold of the hotel today to get all the information. And I'm like, okay, cool. I have until the fourth, which I'm not going to cancel, but just in case. I mean, you never do with this yeah, often you as never your, know your kid gets fucking hurt right. or you end up in the hospital lately. And- right. You never know. So I want that little bit of extra buffer. 17 bucks. Yep. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, that works for me. I never get a no cancellation at fucking anything. Sure. Because unless I'm 100% that I can do that, no. I, I need the ability to cancel. Yeah. And, and you know, for the most part, I don't know. I get, I'm 50-50 probably. I mean, like, if we went to Chicago, right? My Hilton was like 24 hours up until I can cancel. And I was like, great. Like, you know, and, and I know that I'll be the fighter if I get there in this place is shit. Like, I'm going to cancel. Mm-hmm. You're going to cancel the end. Congrats. I pay, you got me for one night, but I'm canceling the rest of the right. three, right? Um, that type of a thing. Um, oh, yeah, we Ubered. I was like, man, because it didn't have a shuttle, right? Right. I was like, eh. But it, it worked out really, really well for us. Um, well, see, and I made sure when I'm looking, because it is in the Northwest suburbs, you know, if I stay right around the convention center, I'm paying for parking. Yeah. If I stay, 10 minutes away, it's free parking. Now, yeah, I'm going to have to pay to park when I get to the convention, but I was going to pay twice that to park near the fucking convention anyway. Stupid expensive. So I'm going to pay $15 to park for the day, or I would have paid $35 to stay there and pay an extra $100 on the room. Well, yeah, I say it was only like 25 bucks to park or whatever at, yeah. the, at the convention. And I think, personally, when I stayed at the Hilton, it was, before my discounts, like 30, 35 bucks a yeah. day, right? It's like, and I wasn't, I wasn't close, right? Right. But it cost me eight dollars for an Uber each way, and, and you know, so it's just I look at I look at everything like a really penny pinch everything. Same. You know? Um, if I can, right? There's some things I just give up on because I'm just like I don't care about ten bucks because I've already spent fifteen hours <laughs> diving into this. So no, like you know, you go back to an all inclusive, and I really think you should give it a shot. Like you, yes, you say you want to be in the move, but like, and that's what I told you guys: don't do what I do maybe get a little bit nicer of a one spend a little bit extra because you're fine with that you're not you're not looking at the money aspect of things you're not looking at hey i'm just here and it's gorgeous and i'm just going to do this like you're looking at hey so get a little bit more activities because there's so many so many things right don and i started looking into one but we were looking at the u.s virgin islands because it's so expensive still the u.s so expensive it wasn't too bad really yeah What, what do you call not too bad less than three with flights oh that's not horrible no it wasn't yeah. bad because so there's a there's a cruise ship in the great lakes yeah it's like 10 nights or something like okay. that okay it's like three grand a person jesus <laughs> that's what i said fuck that yeah and i was like that's insane like the nah, hard pass for me who's, dog who's jumping in the great lakes right now at, at 68 degrees me no let's see not me why not fuck that it needs uh, to be warmer let's see there are times your pool's not warm enough for me yeah let's see it's a uh, it's green currently um, nobody gives a shit no we wouldn't so i'll jump in when it's green i don't fucking care you didn't show up the other day I was yeah gonna that. I, I texted her and she's like yeah i don't think i'm going because my knee hurts and i'm laying here and that feels better <laughs> okay yeah no i um but you know it's a and so like right cancellation so we there's things that you need to protect yourself with and i talked about it you know my I I never get myself into things because I don't want to be in the spot I'm in right now, right? Like this Planet Fitness thing, I've now paid two or three months, so seven fifty or seventy five dollars of wasted fucking money and yeah. never used it, right? Well, again, you don't get insurance on your phone. Nope. Whereas I've always had insurance on my phone. I had it for years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I had insurance on my phone. My wife never did. She broke her phone all the fucking time. <laughs> but you know, I say it's pointless. It's pointless for me to have it. I, you know. 
for my personal uses and the the amount of time I've had it and done it, it's pointless. Yeah, I've wasted more money than I've gotten use of. You know, we went and bought furniture mm-hmm. yesterday, and they're talking about fabric protection and stuff like that, and it sounded great, right? Everything always sounds great. It so does. Finally, it came down to, I was like, hey. Is this is this a claim with you or is this a claim with a third party company? He goes third party company. I said, great, I'm out. Yep. Because I have no problem punching you in the face. <laughs> it's going to be really hard for me to find this call company. Right. Right. Like that's basically it. Like if you're not willing to take responsibility for your actions and look me straight in the face and say I you over, I'm not doing it. Yep. Right. So yeah, if you change your mind, like great. And I was like, great. Yep. But that's how I look at things. Is is nope. What's my value that I'm getting? Sure, it sounds like a great value, but. You know, we we broke our van furniture or whatever type home. Oh, we can't do anything about it. We can't do this. Okay. It's always it's always an excuse if they never we've yeah. never been able to see anybody that's gotten use out of what they had, right? So my daughter, when she moved into her place, uh right before the pandemic, I decided, okay, we'll go to Art Van, we'll get you, you know, I'll get you a new couch. And I found a chair that she kind of liked. So I got her so I got a love seat in the chair. And I want to say we spent Let's say we spent $500 and she wanted the protection plan on it, which was another 150 bucks. Great. Yep. And a month later they file for bankruptcy and they're closing. Yep. So I get a hold of my credit card and I'm like, no, I want that 150 bucks back because their fucking insurance is worth dog shit now yep. because they're going out of business and they're like, cool. And they refunded all of my fucking money, including the money I spent on the furniture. Really? Yeah. So I got her her couch and her chair for nothing. That's great. That was great. I uh I gotta get a, a credit card. I'm so tired of those are the reasons that I have them well, because they will protect me. Did I I don't know if I said it on air or whatever. My debit card got stolen again. again. Yep, for the 90th time in my life. And um and and you know, the first question is, Oh, did your wife get your debit card? Well, granted, this is my business account, okay? Mm-hmm. So did, did she accidentally grab a card? My wife doesn't go in my wallet, okay? My wife doesn't touch any of my stuff. Um, and then it, it's just, it's another fight. I'm fighting over like 150 bucks or something yep. like that. And I was like, I think if it was a credit card, they'd just be like, yep, we're, we're used to this. It's a scam. Yeah, it happens. Um, so I, it just kind of bothers me. It's annoying. It's beyond. But I mean, you do what you have to do. And I get, I feel great coverage for my card so i'm happy to do it yeah um i i will i'm gonna give a little update yeah so vanessa sends me a message great and she's so excited that she bought stock in her company okay because they're doing a four for one stock split now perfect and i told her i don't think i don't know if she understood this i'm like you still own the same. Yeah. You just own more shares of it. Correct. So if it was a hundred dollars before and they did a four for one stock split, now it's worth twenty five bucks. Yeah. You just own four of them at twenty five instead of one out of hundred. Yep. And she really didn't respond after that, but I mean, I I think she knew that going in, but I wasn't sure. But she was excited she had extra stock, and and I you know I was excited for her because that really made her day. Well, and, and you know now if you make a penny, you're making four pennies. Correct. That's plain and simple. But if you lose a penny, you're losing four pennies, right? right? So uh, when a stock splits, it, it's there's so many reasons mm-hmm. for it, right? It's, hey, we think the value's gotten too high mm-hmm. or we need to offer more of, you know. Of the stock. Right. And so, um, you know, you hope it's, you know, hey, we need to offer more type thing. And then you hope that it gets back up there, right? 
most stock splits are that way. Like they end up growing and doing that. And so you're, you're quadrupling, you know, your growth in that factor. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I get so frustrated with these companies, man, that, that they're, they're never willing to work with you and what they say. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, you know, we talk about the timeshare episode and it's like, Hey, if it's not written in the contract, it's not a fucking thing. Right. Right. Like they can tell you whatever they want mm -hmm. and tell you until they're blue in the face, but if it's not written down, you have no proof. Well, you know, I'll use break room as an example. So let's say you book an appointment here. Yep. Let's say you book for Friday mm -hmm. and something comes up. Our cancellation policy says you may not cancel within 24 hours. You're just out. Yep. Let's say something comes up Friday morning and you call, it's 10 a.m. in the morning, you got a five o'clock appointment. What's the worst that's going to happen if you call and say, hey, I'm not going to make it. What can we do? Yeah. Okay, you're just out the money, which you're already out. But, you know, when you call us and you're like, hey, something came up. I have to, you know, have a procedure done today. I'm My not going to make the appointment. My dog passed away. Right. What can we do? Most of the time, Dawn's going to go, well, there's a $20 reschedule fee. There's a $25 reschedule fee. We'll issue you a gift card so you know you'll get the difference. You're not out. I mean, you're out the 25 bucks or whatever it is, but you're not out, let's say, the $100 that it was. True. And those are the things with people that kind of annoy me the most. I don't like making phone calls and I don't like, you know, putting myself out there. But if I'm already in a bad spot let's say you know i'm, I'm already out 100 bucks mm -hmm. a quick phone call maybe i'm only out 25 now yeah and that puts me in a better mood i'm not happy yeah but it's way better than being out 100 bucks well let's talk about, so i had 700 dollars in my pocket mm -hmm. and i got out of my car tenant showed up last month and comes to the door and he's like found this hundred dollar bill laying in your thing it's like shit so i grab into my pocket and i was like one two three four five six it's like yep that's mine somebody just paid and he goes i didn't know if it was a test or you had a camera or whatever i like, don't man you could have walked away with it and i would have whatever and so he's like here here's the late fee or whatever and i gave him 50 bucks back yeah late fee and i was like here you go we'll split it he showed up this month and i screwed up i screwed up because he showed up without the late fee or whatever and he's like yeah it doesn't have the late fee and i was like well sounds like we're even for that hundred bucks that you had. I waived two late fees. I, I still broke even on, on my thing. Right. I don't want to make late fees. Right. I want you to pay on fucking time. Right. Hey, like, and my job, my job isn't to make these late fees. And, uh, you know, so like now we're, we're even on the hundred bucks. Like, and so I, I look at it and just say, Hey, he didn't have to, mm -hmm. I, he could have just pocketed. I would have been, you know, I would have lost a hundred bucks. Right. But giving him, over the two over two months now i've given 100 bucks <laughs> like we well, you know, don got pissed at me on sunday because i was rooting for somebody to be a no-show because they were so fucking late you know they weren't late late but they were within a couple minutes of their appointment time yeah and she's like you're an asshole why are you doing that and i said because i've worked all weekend and i'm exhausted and that's a room i wouldn't have to clean yep and that's literally where it was coming from i was just so damn tired i didn't want to clean the fucking room yep and they made it and they had a great time and they were so happy to be here. And I'm, I'm happy for that, you know, and I cleaned the room happily, yep. but I would have been just as happy not fucking doing it. Cause I was tired. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I say, I, I get it. You know, there's, there's times where it's just like, man, I, I, I need the break. Yeah. Um, but you know, as I say, I know we didn't have the normal guests that we were supposed to have, but we had another 
interesting episode about hopefully you got a little bit of knowledge i mean we're talking we about talked about a lot of shit right i mean uh our life failures and, and again i'm we teach you to do this stuff mm-hmm. understand that we're normal mm-hmm. i haven't canceled my planet fitness membership <clears throat> haven't used it mm-hmm. all it takes is go do it like now that we've talked about this i'm gonna go do it or i'm gonna go use it and i'm gonna set uh august 1st is my deadline right let's let's i'm gonna be honest about it august 1st is my deadline so if i'm not back in the gym by then i'm canceling it august 1st well and, you know we talk about those things i was on the phone with mike the other day and i'm like you know i don't fucking understand a hundred thousand used to be the sweet spot for me if we were over that i didn't have to worry about shit i did no. and right now i'm still sitting paycheck to paycheck no. and he goes yeah same mm-hmm. that used to be the sweet spot but right now it's not well, and it's because your life has changed. I mean, you're, dude, you've, you never went on vacations. Now you're going on fucking six of them in two years. Well, I mean, that and all of the fucking medical bills I have right That's now because stupid. I keep getting sick. Stupid. Yep. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I went and was spent quite a bit of money on stuff, but, um, you know, I don't know if I said it, like we bought furniture yesterday, right? Yep. Which cost quite a bit of money. Um, my wife paid for half and I paid for half. Mm-hmm. The only reason, I mean, so I always told her, I was like, look, so I bought whatever. And then, um, you know, I ended up, cause it was so, to me, it was such a good deal. I'm not going to go find what we bought for my basement mm-hmm. for any cheaper of a price. Right. And so I was like, ah, I'll just pay for that. Right. You wanted the upstairs stuff. You, you pay for that. I'll pay for the downstairs, which is what I wanted. Um, and you know, I, I, think of it and just say hey the, you know the reason i bought the extra stuff too right uh, it was no matter how much i bought it was a it was a one-time delivery cost mm. so i was like fuck if i if, if, even if i think about it for a couple of days i'm probably gonna buy it right? right so like why not or you know or eventually i'll buy stuff for the basement so i might as well get it now um yeah save on that delivery yeah 100 percent. and you know say when we talk about spending right i told you uh the way this place works is um, it's $2 a mile and they deliver it to your front door. It's $4 a mile and they walk it into your house, set it up, put the legs on, take all the plastic with them, take everything. So I paid the four. Yes. For me, it was a hundred extra dollars. You're damn right. I'm paying. But you don't that. have to move it. I didn't have to do a damn thing. And I told my wife, I was like, I'll pay that. I every time. Cause, Cause she was like, Oh, I mean, do you really want to pay? And I was like, even if we only got the first thing, I was like, if you want me to pay a hundred dollars, I don't want to do this. Right. Right. So um, we have that conversation about my, my landscaping. Yeah. I asked you for a guy cause I don't have time and I don't want to fucking do it. Did he, did he get you a quote yet? Uh, not yet. I talked to him. He texted me Monday. He's like, Hey, I was out of town this weekend. I'm working on that quote. I'm like, cool. Just let me know. There you go. So anything else that you want to hit on with this? Uh, no, not really. Hopefully we'll have our guest that was supposed to be tonight next week. And then we're going to talk about a new multi-level marketing um thing the week after that so you know some fun episodes coming up again um thanks for joining as always nick yeah i say as always in the beginning like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family we appreciate you listening um hope you enjoy us being honest with you guys and telling you how things really are um we appreciate your feedback please leave us a review and uh we'll we'll talk to you guys soon yeah and if you have ideas for shows or questions please reach out because we love to do that and if you want to be on bucks and brews please reach out because we like to do that too so we will talk to you guys again next week
dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.